Alright, hello, hello again. This is your average concerned citizen um, on the Everything's a Social Construct podcast. Brought to you by nobody. Nobody's paying me for this. Yeah. Alright. I'm going to stay anonymous for now. Yeah, because I'm not trying to get fired out here. So I'm going to just get right into it. Alright. Yeah. You know, both every everyone talks about the economy like they understand the economy, right? But when and it's like the whole idea is okay, lower taxes, um, lower taxes, deregulation, and that makes for a more sound economy, and that's like and that's really just been the narrative pushed throughout the years for uh, in the United States specifically. Um, but I think that narrative kind of misses a lot. It misses a lot of stuff that's supposed to be in the economy, for honestly. For one, it's just a misunderstanding of how the economy works. And, and like, it doesn't... It's a misunderstanding of what economics is. Because there, there are two types of economics, right? We have macroeconomics and microeconomics. And what people are describing when they say less taxes, uh, less delegation, uh, less deregulation, that's a microeconomics concept, and that's only in the best possible situation where there's perfect competition, where that will actually work, so, which basically doesn't, it, it's rare that you see a market of perfect competition in anything, because there are so many other factors. So, that's like saying, um, if I was, that's like saying if I was six feet eight, I would make it to the NBA. Well, I'm not six foot eight, so we got it. Like, you have to adjust, and uh, yeah, the adjust in life, and like macroeconomic macroeconomic policy is something totally different than these macroeconomic concepts that people apply to macroeconomics, anyways. Because, like, in at least my understanding of uh, economics, maybe I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, some random econ- uh, economist come and check me on it, <laughs> if anyone's listening. But, basically, the health of an economy is based off of how often people are spending money in, um, uh, and uh, how willing people are to spend money, right? Mm-hmm. Because basically, the more money that's spent uh, in the economy, there are more jobs, more jobs means more money, so on and so forth. And like, it's like a cycle. It's like every, if everybody puts in, then the system keeps going along, like a big Ponzi scheme. If everybody keeps joining the Ponzi scheme and keeps putting money into the Ponzi scheme, then people are going to keep seeing the returns, right? As long as, uh, but, right? And then. But just like a Ponzi scheme, if people stop putting money into this Ponzi scheme, then the Ponzi scheme falls apart. So when people stop spending money for whatever reason, whether it be like right now, a pandemic, um, a housing crisis, people's 401ks go down, uh, just something crazy happens. If people stop spending money, that's when you start seeing the economy fall apart. Because they start saving money, then once people there's no more money to spend, then people start losing those jobs, businesses start closing, then there's less money to spend, it just repeats the whole cycle over and over and over again, right? 
And again, the theory is, okay, we pay less taxes. Um, or rich people pay less tax. And this is where uh, people have been hit with this propaganda where basically the idea is um, if rich people don't get paid, if rich people pay less taxes and stuff, then uh, they'll that'll boost the economy because they'll invest more and um, they'll invest more and then everybody else will have some money too. That's called uh, supply side economics or trickle down economics. But the problem with that theory is the fact that is rich folks are already effing up the economy by becoming so rich, right? Because they're taking money out of the system and not spending it. That's how you become rich. You just amass billions and billions of dollars and it just sits there rather than being invested in or spent, right? It's literally, it's literally just sitting there, not doing anything, right? It's not, it's not going back into the economy. So by becoming so rich um, and wealthy, they are in fact hurting the economy. And I'm not saying whether that's morally okay, and I'm honestly I'm not I like advocating for uh, communism or anything of that nature. Um, but we have to understand that just because, uh, um, just because these people are successful and rich, and it seems like it, the economy is, it makes the economy better, or they tell you the economy is better. That is not actually the case. Like it's. Like, we're, we can argue about whether becoming rich and wealthy and stuff is moral or not. It's That's a different debate, different discussion all entirely. But it's indisputable that a massive, a massive amount of wealth uh, uh, that's concentrated with only a few people is good. Uh, it's indisputable that just a massive amount of wealth that only a few people have, that's not good for an economy. It's mess, it messes up the Ponzi scheme. It just does. All right, and again, if you're a real life economist, and I don't, and if, you, but I'm not counting one that's sponsored by any conservative networks. No, 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 you don't count, because you guys get paid to say a certain thing. Um, but other than that, real life economists, if I'm wrong about something, um, please let me know. This is what I got to from the conclusion, the little bit of research that I did. Um, but no, this is all I have. These are going to be pretty quick for now. Still working on my podcasting and just trying to figure out how, trying to find my voice in this stuff. So hopefully it doesn't suck forever though. But all right, you guys have a good one. Stay safe out here.